Hey, this is a special plug for listeners of Happy Brain. Please help us by filling out a short survey that's available in the show notes of this podcast. We're trying to determine the future of this podcast, what works, what doesn't work. And we realize there's so much great content out there. Maybe this content is not for you or there's things that you want that we're not sharing with you right now. So please let us know. This is really going to help determine the future of this podcast over the next couple months. Cheers. Welcome back to Happy Brain. My name is Sean Block. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us today. We have Lynn Rivers, and she's going to get into her story first about her near-death experience. And specifically, the reason why she's talking about that is how it relates to the energy in your body and kind of the shifting from maybe before she had these experiences to after and what she's learned and how she's dedicated to her, her life to helping people um, improve their health and improve their energy and improve their frequencies. And I learned a lot today about how good energy actually attracts and brings people in versus obviously denser energy that it doesn't attract and it kind of repels and things like that. So I really got a, a lot out of this. So just a quick background on her. She has 15 years of education in holistic health and medicine and all sorts of therapy, spiritual counseling, Eastern and Western massage NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming, yoga therapy. So she covers a lot of the different tools, but her personal story is as important. And it's how she can connect with all of us through her powerful stories like her near death experience. So enjoy this episode of Happy Brain. If you have any feedback, please let me know. I'm going to put a link to a show survey. Enjoy this show. Welcome back to Happy Brain. We're with Lynn Rivers, and I'm so excited that you're here today. There is so much about you, Lynn. We could talk uh, probably for two or three or four or five podcasts, um, but you have such an amazing story. And today, we wanted to talk a little bit about some energy and frequencies and how that can help our mental health, but kind of to frame it a little bit more, I know you have some um, unbelievable personal stories that will probably be of interest to us. Did you want to start with one that'll lead us into our topics today? Yeah. So like we were talking about a little bit ago, I think a lot of people love hearing about my near-death experiences because they are genuinely what shaped my reality. They're the, the reason that I shifted trajectories from such a negative, unhealthy, physically, mentally, emotionally space into living a really fulfilling existence now. So I think that's a really good place to jump in. Yeah. So tell me about that near-death experience. I, I caught a little bit um, from you, but can you just share what that was? Because not many of us could really relate to that. Yeah. So I want to give you a little bit of information about all of them. So when I was one in three, I was really sick with pneumonia and it was in incubators. They had my arms tied down. It was really bad situation. And those situations created a lot of fear in my life. So that's actually where a lot of trauma started because as a baby, your brain is taking on all of the feelings and energy, not the actual words, right? And so my parents, when they would say, I love you, my brain registered it as fear because they were saying it out of fear because I was dying. And so that created a big chunk of fear and I carried that through life. And as other things happened, it built, it built onto that fear. And so I continued carrying that energy. And then when I was in my late 20s, I was, my organs were shutting down. I was eating food that I was allergic to and I did not know. And my organs were shutting down 
And I got into a really bad place at the same time that my partner was diagnosed with colon cancer and ended up passing away. And so I was really doing my own healing. And I reached the point where I was crawling to the kitchen to get water. It was like 10 feet away. And it took me like 20 minutes to get there. And I finally made it back to my bed. And that was the point where I completely let go and I felt the release. And my dogs who weren't allowed in my bedroom at the time, they came in and they laid right beside me. And they were the only reason that I had ever been afraid of dying because I was like, well, what's going to happen to my dogs? No one's going to know about them. I don't have any family left or, or friends nearby. So no one's going to know about them. But in that moment, I knew that everything was going to be okay and I could let go. And that was my first near-death experience where I was actively part of it. And I just had this sense of peace wash over me. It was the most beautiful feeling I've ever had. And I feel like that moment of peace is what we seek to have while we're still living, right? And in that moment, I had two guides come to me. They told me what I needed to do. They put me back in. I had energy for the first time in months to actually get up out of bed and do what I needed. And my healing journey started. And then it happened a second time when my appendix ruptured. <laughs> and that's a whole nother story. I was in the hospital for a week and on drainage tubes for a month and a half afterwards because I had peritonitis. And again, though, I reached that sense of peace. And when I came back from that one, I knew that I was creating everything in my life based on the energies that I had continued to carry through from my childhood and not releasing these things and not taking responsibility for my life. And so that's where the energy comes into play and mm -hmm. learning about frequencies and what it means to actually create your own reality. Can we, can I unpack just a little bit, just out of pure curiosity of yes. that first experience, especially did it feel like you were like in a dream state where do you feel like, you know, when you, sometimes you're dreaming, you're kind of paralyzed, you can't move. Did it, did it feel like a dream or did it feel like a totally different sensation that you'd never felt before? Completely different sensation because I'm actually a prophetic dreamer. I, I've been dreaming, having prophetic dreams since I was a child after my first two near death experiences and dreaming for me is like a really powerful sensation that I love, I love sleeping because I love going into my dream world and seeing what happens in there. But for me, this felt like a release. Like I was completely letting go and having trust in something so much bigger than I was. And that space alone, I mean, it just feels like the best way that I could describe it is you no longer feel attached to your body. It's, it's mm. just like this, um, it's a sense of release. There's really no, I literally, I, I think there's a reason that so many people who have this experience, they can't put it into words because it's a vibration. It's a mm. feeling, it's a sensation. And it's just like this, all of a sudden you're not part of this world. You're, you're just, you just exist. It, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, okay. So in all the work you've done and learning about energy, and it sounds like you learned so much about these from these two, or these, all these experiences, could you just help us like understand in energy terms, like what, what's the basic term of energy and frequency? How does that even pertain to our, our life and our well-being? We are energies. We are frequencies. There's no other way that you can work around it. It's not something, it's not a woo-woo thing. It's not something that we're just making up. We are energies and it's scientifically proven. We're different vibrations. And this is why when you walk into a room 
and you feel certain people, you want to gravitate towards certain people or you want to move away from them. And it's because your vibration is what's connecting to them. Who you are and how you are vibrating is what you are attracting. Mm. And so literally, it's not our physical external world that is creating our scenarios. It's our internal vibration that mm. is creating our external world. Mm. And when people can understand this and understand that what they are vibrating is what they are emanating, which means that is what they're going to be attracting back, mm. that shifts our entire existence right? You're no longer focused on the external world and all of the problems. You then turn in and figure out what am I emanating? What vibration am I, you know, putting out there for others mm -hmm. to call back into myself? And there's, there's no doubt that we've learned that energy attracts like energy, right? And so when we, when we bring that into ourselves and you realize like, I am an energetic being, I just happen to be in this what we think is physical, which isn't even physical because it's all these different atoms and structures, again, emanating another vibration. <laughs> we're all just this beacon of light that we're putting out and calling back in what we're putting out. So I have kind of two thoughts. So the first is is kind of a why, like why we have this, why we like, we attract like and like. And it seems to me there's like a, probably an evolutionary reason for it. Like you know, we want to find people that are safe or that are on our thinking, or we want to look out for danger and bad frequencies. Is that kind of part of it? I mean, yes, it's part of it, but it's also just the way that, how can I explain this? It's once we became unaware that we were vibration is when things started to go awry, right? That's when we really started to just create our external world and come from ego and thinking this is what we're supposed to be putting into play instead of attracting like these situations of, oh, I am, this is who I am. This is what I'm attracting. This is what I'm creating. Mm -hmm. Thus inviting in those safe situations versus the living in that fear and calling in unsafe situations. So it's not even like an evolutionary thing. It's the unlearning that we need to do, mm. right? We right. were that and we, we went away from it and now we're realizing like, oh, we're creating this world because of who we're emanating ourselves to be. So assuming that we want to attract or good energy and things that are more positive in our lives. So let's talk about the the practical. How how can you start to generate and how did you start to heal and bring different energy into your body and frequencies into your body? So this is a two part. One, I love that you asked this because First off, when you, we have this whole idea about positive affirmations and positive affirmations tend to not work for the majority of people because you actually have to believe what you're projecting, right? And a lot of people don't, they just say these things thinking like, oh, if I say them enough, they'll become reality. But the basis of it is the feeling, the vibration of what you're saying. And that's why it's so often when you're really excited about something like, oh my God, I'm so excited about this project. You're putting that energy into your project. That is, that's how you know you're creating something beautiful because you can feel it. It's a mm. feeling, right? But then there's the other side of this where, let me see if I can put this into words where it's understandable. Okay, so you're, <laughs> you're in creation and you're, running through these ideas that I'm positively, positively affirming, you feel like you're putting out this good energy, but you're still not receiving what you think you should be receiving back. 
a lot of times that comes down to because your body is not healthy and is not getting the nutrients that it needs. And when you are in an unhealthy body, your, your body has its own energy, your soul has its own energy. And if they're not in alignment, you're going to cut that energy down. Mm -hmm. And the, the best way that I could describe it is our bodies are comprised of the same elements of earth. Okay. There's magnesium, there's calcium, there's all these different irons and the list goes on. And our body needs the same composition of nutrients. Mm -hmm. When your body does not have the nutrients, it cannot operate at its optimal functions, which it breaks down your digestive system. It breaks down your mental capacities. It breaks down everything in your ability to be happy and to actually express what your soul is longing to express. Mm -hmm. Hence the vibration. And so when your vibrations are not in alignment, you're not going to be re receiving what you think you are, you're putting out because you're doing it from an unhealthy space. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually writing a book right now called your health sets the tone because if you're living in an unhealthy body, you're not going to be emanating the energy that you, no matter how hard you try to project that, it's not going to come forth clearly. And so it's a hand in hand thing. Mm -hmm. It's living that vibration and putting that out, but also taking care of your physical existence and your home. This is your home. And so you can bring them into alignment. Therefore, you are you're emanating from an aligned core, an aligned center, not just mm -hmm. trying to have one piece of it. So what I'm kind of hearing is it there there could be interference. So if if you're not in a better state internally with your body and your health, that it's preventing, it's kind of blocking you from this other energy that you're trying to attract and all that. It's kind of a barrier to you. So it sounds like one of the first things you should do is is focus if you're going to manifest things is to focus on your well being and health. They obviously yeah. take care of yourself first. Is that what kind of it, yeah. how it is? Yes. Right. And it's, it's because a lot of, of what happens in our gut affects our mental health, right? Like over 80% of what happens in our gut, it, our serotonin is basically made in our gut. And so there's a gut brain barrier. And when we have mental issues of so many different kinds, it typically stems from what's happening in our gut. And so if you're not eating right and a lot of people don't understand what it actually means to eat right. They're following these fad diets, but it's still breaking down their body and they're not absorbing their food correctly. And so everything is just like this cascade and it just kind of turns in on itself. And when you look at it from a vibrational perspective, we think about our chakras and you can take that into our chakras are actually linked to our organs. So even if you someone didn't believe in the chakra system, the reality is we have these energy systems and they are our organs. If they're not functioning correctly and emanating the correct vibration, they're going to affect one another, right? So that's one of the biggest ways that people can wrap their heads around the chakra system instead of it coming from a spiritual practice. It's literally our organs are right. their own little vibrations. And when they're not taken care of, they're out of balance. When we're out of balance, our energy is out of balance. Okay, so let's let, let's fast forward a little bit and let's assume that you have, you know, you've taken care of your body, you're you're eating better, you're starting to and you now you're ready really to start to to bring more energy into your life and you have less restrictions. What are two or three things that we can actually practically do to start bringing in some of this better energy and frequencies and stuff like that? So it really comes down to knowing yourself. Knowing yourself deeper than anyone else, knowing yourself more than your doctors do, your partners do, you really need to dive into yourself and ask the bigger questions of 
what do I really want from life? Mm. If I'm living the same life five years from now, am I going to be happy? Those questions are going to be what are going to get you to shift and move forward in taking steps towards the directions that you want to. And one of the biggest things that people can do to elevate their vibration so quickly is play. Get out and play a sport, go climb, go do something fun that pulls you into the lighthearted space. Mm. Because when you're laughing, when you're playing, when you're feeling light, it automatically opens up that vibration and your aura expands so much just from mm. playing because humans have become so serious and so focused on creation and I have to do this and I have to do that. And if I don't do this and I'm not successful, they forget that the biggest part of being human is exploring and playing and learning. And when you bring that back in, it's just the immensity of what it creates for you is so beautiful. And we've talked about all sorts of different types of playing, coloring, art, music, all these different things and uh, exercise. And I just went uh, skiing this weekend and yes. everybody is really happy, <laughs> you know, like yes. when they're in line and they're outside, or I know that surfers are the most happiest people in the world, right? They're so chill and so happy. And you're a climber. You probably mm -hmm. have that same sensation when you're out there with people. Absolutely. You don't probably meet any unhappy climbers unless they're having a bad day, but okay. So practically speaking, um, play is a good way to kind of ramp up our, our frequency. Um, and, and, and what does that actually do? It's like you said, it's, it's kind of expanding your aura. It's all the things you just said. It's, it's, if, if you're looking on a biological or on a frequency level, is your frequency going at a certain rate? Is it like, is it a certain yeah. frequency that you're at, um, physically like, well, so the way that you can look at it to really understand it is it's a denser energy when you are focused from a place of fear or necessity Versus when you're coming from the place of play, your energy is lighter and more expansive. Mm. So think about a dense, heavy rock versus a plant that is mm. light and airy, right? Like those two, that's how you can like identify oh. the vibrations. Are you feeling more like a rock today or are you feeling more like a plant, right? Where it's absorbing and receiving the energy and the nutrients that you need versus being in one place and being rigid and being heavily focused those are the vibrations that we are experiencing mm. and you wake up and you have the choice to, okay, am I going to listen to things that are going to bring me into a higher vibration? Listen to things, watch movies, whatever you're watching is affecting your vibration. Mm. And it's one of the biggest reasons that we keep getting sucked into the lower frequencies, the lower mm. vibrations, which when you think about it from a space of like Delta is like a very low vibration. And then as we get into like alpha, theta, and we keep going, those vibrations start shifting. And you can actually listen to theta and alpha waves, even just through YouTube, putting headphones on, listening to those while you work, while you sleep. And those are going to affect your vibration. And you can tell by how they make you feel. So the, right. um, so the play and that, the more airy feeling, mm -hmm. what, what frequency is that? What, what can I go on YouTube and, and look for? Is that a, what, what wavelength is that or frequency is that more associated so with? Those are going to differ because it's not necessarily the frequency. It's the lightness of it and it. how it's affecting your body. Okay. So I would personally say like theta can take you there. Theta can either take you to a very relaxed place or it could take you into a light and focus place right so those are going to be that but play is more of the the energy of it's the lightness of the frequency not the frequency itself because frequencies are going to tap you into different 
elevations and what you can focus on and how you're going into your dreams and tap into the mental aspect of it. But the play is actually like lightening your frequency as a core, mm -hmm. right? So I wouldn't say that you can just sit there and listen to a frequency and expect to come into the same vibration that you would when you're actually physically going out and playing and moving your body because you're bringing your body into mm -hmm. alignment with that frequency as well. It's not just one part of it. Yeah, what I'm hearing, what I'm, what I'm picturing in my mind as you're talking is like, I think of all these like waves and like the dense, like kind of restricted waves. Like there's no room for anybody to interact with you to, to, you yes. know, that type of thing. And then I see these waves of just like, I know when I play music, I have a piano over there. And when I play, I just feel like this, you know, lighter, no matter what I'm doing. So yes. I guess, I guess the key is like, if you're going to, you want to get into those states, you're going to probably have more success in terms of meeting people and interacting and stuff. If you're in that state instead of the dense state, it sounds like. Correct. Yes. And you can notice you feel people when they're in a dense state, when you're around them, mm -hmm. you know, if you're in a light space, you're going to recognize that dense space very easily. Yeah. Cause we always hear like, you know, if you, the people that listen to um, news, right in the watch news, right in the morning, have a worse day than people that don't. Mm -hmm. And today I had to stop myself instead of listening to uh, the news. I actually put on a podcast, you know, something that was more positive to kind of start the day. Um, but it's, it's hard. It's like, it's hard to do, but I, I hear you. Um, okay. So play, um, listening to different frequencies or any other tip that you have that would kind of help us in this, get into this lighter mode, because it sounds like that's, what's going to really help us, uh, you know, feel, feel better too, obviously. Right. Exactly. It all goes hand in hand, everything that you do. So the second you start your morning, I suggest while you're getting ready, put something on that's going to help you learn about shifting your mindset, learn about shifting your vibration. For example, for me, they're very simplistic, but Abraham Hicks, the, those videos are, they do really well for people who are new to it, right? And if you put them on while you're working or while you're getting ready, I should say not while you're working, but while you're getting ready, you're cooking breakfast, you're eating, start listening to those kinds of content while you're in that process first thing in the morning, because that's what your brain's going to take on. And then you're going to move throughout the day, recognizing all of those different things as you enter into those moments. You're going to be like, oh, I'm in traffic right now and I'm seeing myself get irritable. What choice am I going to make? And then you can start becoming more conscious of yourself and your feelings and your actions. And then you start shifting. And it's a progression. You start shifting slowly by slowly, but really what you're listening to in the morning is going to have a huge impact on the rest of your day. Right. Well, that's a practical tip for sure. <laughs> now, I know, Lynn, you have so many things that you do, and I know you have a, a course that you wanted to kind of talk about that's going to help us learn more about you and, and wellness in general. What what uh, is your course about? So my course actually does incorporate a lot about shifting your mentality, your vibration, moving away from the victim mentality, but the core of it is learning about the human body, learning about why so many people are sick at this time. I mean, we have what 50% of Americans at this point either have diabetes or are pre-diabetic and one in 25 live with a mental illness and we don't have to do this. And there are multiple approaches to overcoming these things. And I'm making a course that goes through all of that for people because my clients were having to pay $3,000 to get this information because it's not through insurance, unfortunately, doesn't cover it actually getting better. So people have to pay out of pocket for all these testings. And I was thinking everyone deserves to have this information. 
And so I literally, I'm in pre-launch right now and it's $50 for people because everyone should understand why they're sick, why they're not getting better, why they feel bad and how to overcome these things through the physical, mental and emotional aspects. I, I have a couple of people I can think of right now that I'd like to to order for for them because they, <laughs> they could definitely use it because right, that the chronic illness and diabetes and all these related things, fibromyalgia, all these different yes. illnesses that are out there, a lot of them are the way we treat our bodies for sure. And I know that. And with mental illness too, there's a, there's a big tie-in between how you eat, for example, how you take care of yourself and your mental wellness. So that's one of the reasons we do this show to help people. Um, cool. Well, I'll make sure we have that link in the show notes and everything. Um, as we wrap up, is there anything else that you wanted to share as we as we end our time together? Yeah, I think I just want to touch back in on that last comment and to to remind people that I was there, I was chronically ill and I had a lot of mental disorders and depression the majority of my life. And I found my way out of it, you know, and I just, I want people to know that they don't have to live in that space. Like it's not a lifelong sentence. It's something that you can move through as long as you're willing to receive the tools and navigate them and utilize them. So there's always hope. Well, and they can connect with you. You, you had said like on LinkedIn, you have a YouTube channel. I do. Yes. And the easiest way to find me and my course is www.lynnrivers.com. And that's L-I-N-N. That's a very easy way to get to me. So. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lynn, for, for your time today. Yes. Thank you. And there you have it. Thanks so much, Lynn, for your, your wisdom, sharing your story, sharing your energy. I felt a lot lighter and more connected, I guess, afterwards. So it is having these conversations and with the people, especially that have like good energy. And it really makes sense to me now that when you're around people with good energy, it only is going to help you. So thanks so much for your time. Again, if you have just a few minutes, if you could fill out the survey that I put a link to, it will really help us determine the future of the show the content that we deliver, how best that I can serve you. So please do that and I would appreciate it and go make your brain happy. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.